everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining and Merry Christmas. I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, Mr. David Cho. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? David, I'm so glad you're here. You are, are you in med school? No, I am trying to be in med school, but you're trying to on the way up. You're on your way. I think. I think. We'll see. So you went through the Institute last year. Mm-hmm. I, I've i spent some time with you through our mutual friend, Bobby Crotty. Yes. But I don't know you that well. And so I would love to know, as we typically ask on this podcast, how you came to know the Lord mm-hmm. and where you're at today. Yeah. Perfect. Well, I was a um, Oklahoma-raised boy, and uh, with that— you know, you grow up going to church every single Sunday and then doing whatever you wanted to this rest of the six days of the week. And so I thought I was a Christian and I thought that I knew who God was and all of that until about sixth grade when my dad ended up getting arrested. And all of a sudden my world's tossed upside down. I was asking all these crazy questions like, how can God be good and all powerful and let this happen to me? And so I really just stuffed God in my back pocket and lived life as a closeted atheist. Hmm. I did whatever I wanted in high school and a little bit of college. Uh, And then uh, God kind of flipped my life upside down by uh, through a uh, friend of mine. Uh, They wanted to visit Watermark. And out of all places, I I listened to a a sermon and God captured my heart. I don't even remember what the sermon was about, but sometimes it works like that. Yeah. And... um, Filled out a perfected section and uh, in the Waterbrook News. Yeah, and and then lo and behold, uh, I meet my friend Bobby Crotty. He was your first impression, so yes. he followed up with you when you filled that out. Yes, and he uh, asked me how sure I was if I was going to die, uh, how sure I would be in going to heaven, and I was like, oh, like I don't know. And he explained the gospel to me. Hmm. It was very beautiful, and I've heard it many times, but I think in that moment. Uh, got it with my ears. And wow. I think uh, I thought about it a little bit for like a month and uh, accepted Christ kind of just in my dorm room looking at the ceiling. And uh, I was like, God, if this is, if you're real, like, let's do this. Wow. And here I am. Here you are. And so where where are you at in life now? Now— You've gone through the Institute. Yes. You've learned your Bible. Yes. Um, right now, I am attempting um, and applying to medical schools— um, I also work at a uh, bar as a bartender. I bet you have some really interesting conversations. Yes, very interesting conversations, but also very fun, and I'm very glad to be a light. And so it's been a blast. That's awesome. Well, I say we just jump in. All right. You got some tough chapters. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Revelation 12 and 13. Set them up for us. Okay. Quick flyover. What are we looking at? Perfect. So in Revelation 12, uh, John kind of writes about this uh, vision and this story about a woman and a dragon. And what he's referring to is um, Israel as the woman and then the dragon as Satan. And essentially, the woman gives birth to a child who is Jesus. Merry Christmas, everybody. Shout out Christmas. Yeah. And um, essentially... Uh, this child is caught up to God, it says, and uh, the woman flees in the wilderness. And this is this is referring to uh, the midpoint in the tribulation era where uh, they uh, uh, the Antichrist uh, declares war on the saints in the 
nation of Israel has to flee to the wilderness. And Jesus actually talks about this in Matthew 24 and Mark 13. After that episode, uh, John moves on and talks about Michael and the angels fighting against the dragon and this crazy war in heaven. Uh, and lo and behold, the salvation and the victory belongs to our God. No surprise. And um, I love the part where it says, uh, now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down, who accuses them day and night before our God. And they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb. And so that's really important to me because um, our Savior wouldn't be who he is if he had just conquered by force. But he conquered through his blood and his death and his sacrifice. And that's crazy because it means that he's the only God who can sympathize with our scars and our weaknesses. I can't camp out there for too long, so let's keep moving. And um, the dragon now um, has been thrown down the earth, and he pursues Israel. And so this is talking about the rest of the tribulation era. Where, and where are you? What chapter are you in? Oh, I'm on, uh, I'm on verse 13 through 17 right now. Of chapter 12. Of chapter 12. Sweet. Keep going. Okay. And then, so in this part, uh, the drag, uh, John writes that the dragon now pursues the woman who is Israel. And this is uh, referring to the tribulation uh, era where um, the dragon persecutes uh, the saints. And so with that, it sets up the, the history or the background for uh, chapter 13, where John describes the Antichrist and the false prophet. And so versus the first beast that is referred to in chapter 13 is talking about the Antichrist. The horns and the seven heads uh, refer to uh, the rulers and the nations. And we get that imagery spelled out from Daniel 7. And, and then on the, if we zoom forward to chapter or verse 11, we see another beast rises from the sea, which a lot of commentators would say the sea refers to uh, just the the many inhabitants of the earth um and this is uh a character who uh resembles a false prophet and he's referred to as a false prophet later in revelation as well and so this this character causes everyone to worship the 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 antichrist who is the first beast and the main the main thing to get from these these passages is that the antichrist and the false prophet basically uh declare that everyone on earth worship them and take their mark. And if not, they are not allowed to eat, buy, or sell. And Which would be very limiting yes. for a human to flourish. Yes, be crazy. And uh, in the middle of all this, we have like my favorite part in verse 10. And God says, Here is a call for the endurance and faith of the saints. The endurance and faith of the saints. That is so crazy. This is the darkest day of humanity, really. Yeah. If you think about it, it's the hardest day to be a Christian or be a saint and believe in Jesus. It really is. Truly. And he says, here's a call for the endurance of the saints. Mm. On the hardest day. Yes. And I think that's, some, that's something that says something about the character of our God. Because he says he's not willing to spare us any troubles, but that our scars and our hardships and our the trials that we go through, they make us more beautiful. And God knows that. Mm. And God wants 
God is all for making us beautiful, like Jesus. Yeah, so we've got about two minutes left. I want you to, David, if you're willing, tie that back to your own story. You in your own life have experienced some some seasons or some periods that require great endurance and perseverance. How does this passage challenge or encourage you in that? Yeah, uh, I actually, there's a, my, one of my favorite poems is The Hound of Heaven. And it's uh, all about this big, scary hound who's chasing uh, the, the writer of this poem, Francis uh, Thompson. And uh, at the end of the poem, he says, is the shade of thy, ha- is, is my gloom after all, just the shade of thy hand stretch out caressingly for me. Hmm. And I've seen that over and over in my own life, whether it's uh, dealing with uh, parental strife at home or uh, experiencing a lot of uh, unfruitfulness in ministry or Unfruit, unfruitfulness in reply or hearing back from medical schools mm-hmm. and um, also just in terms of life in general, right? Like um, any time that uh, like my brother called me maybe like a week ago and he was experiencing some trouble and I feel like in those moments I'm very um, I'm just able to listen and, and uh, care for him because I know that that God is there in those mm-hmm. moments, you know? And it's not yeah. just me and him, or it's just God's there. Yeah. And I am a fool if I don't see that. And so That's a great reminder, David, and a, and a great challenge to remember that God is with us in every moment. Mm-hmm. So good. Well, we are out of time. David, thank you for being here. We'll see you back in Revelation 22 with Bobby Crotty. So he'll be here. That's cool. And as always, I am so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast. 